Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast. Uh, it's your boy Frankie Herrera. If you haven't already, go follow me on Instagram, Frankie underscore H F R E N K I E underscore H. Uh, that's my Instagram handle. If you want to go check out my Instagram, give me a follow. Um, that'd be great. Uh, so now let's get into the let's get into the topic of the video. Um, if you read the title, it said "Fear is the breathing ground of foolishness." Parentheses. I'm a new barber. Parentheses. So what I kind of want to like, you know, I want to go over why I chose that that title. Um, the main re- the main and only reason um, I chose this title was because I feel like it speaks for itself. Like you don't really need to. You don't really need to think that deep to understand it is what I'm saying. Like, and like, I, like when I heard that quote, I applied it to, to my life and my profession I'm working on right now, which is barbering. Hence, I'm a new barber. Um, that, you know, within any career, you kind of have to take that leap of faith. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta own up to that fear and know that that fear exists. Um, knowing that you could fail or succeed, but, um, you know, you could fail or succeed no matter what, but as long as, like, as long as you keep fearing that and you, you know, don't, crap, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, I'm just going on a rant. Basically, um, don't be scared to, to take that leap of faith because the only one that, the only one that is hurting is you in the end. Um... So, so that's why I chose, you know, the title of this video. Um, so let's jump right into, um, you know, me as a barber, you know, and, and mainly like this, my podcasts are mainly just supposed to be focusing on, you know, men's health, um, barbering and business and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, if you're watching, you don't have to be a man to watch or I mean to listen. Um, this goes towards anybody, um. So, you know, my experience coming into the industry. Um, so I started barbering, you know, I started cutting hair back in high school. Um, and the main reason was just because, you know, I was broke. My mom didn't want to give me money to take me to the barber shop. Um, so my dad always cut my hair. And mainly what I did was um, I got sick of it, you know, and I was sick of my dad buzzing my head. So what I did was I just started, I grabbed a pair of clippers and said, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> and uh, I started cutting my own hair. Um, obviously I messed up and I wasn't like, they came out decent. I just put on a one guard and, and went to town, uh, made sure the top was long, made sure there was no patches, lined myself up um, and I was good to go. Cricket lining and everything. I made it work though. I made it work. <laughs> um... But, uh, so that's pretty much how I started barbering. Um, and then I went off to college um, on a soccer scholarship um, at the University of Charleston. Um, we were a really cold Division two school. Um, I didn't really play much or anything. Um, so I mainly focused on school and, you know, obviously I played and stuff, but not as much as I wanted to. Um, and again, you know, uh, broke college student, no money, nothing. Uh, and haircuts, you know, 20, 25 bucks, sometimes 30, depending on where you go and how good the person is. But, um, 
I mainly just, like I said, cut my own hair even in college. Um, and I started cutting, you know, once, you know, once, especially when I had a soccer team, once your teammates find out that you cut hair and that you're decent at it, um, everybody wants to come to you uh, just because, you know, you're on campus. A lot of people don't have cars or anything. So that kind of helped with um, with my clientele. Obviously, a lot of those people that I met in college um, are either still there or, you know, they went back home um, to wherever they're from. So I lost them um, in the end, which is kind of sad. I still talk to a few of them. Uh, they're, they're my buddies. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, then I came home after that uh, summer, just mainly cutting up hair, trying to get as much people to trust me. That's the main thing was getting people to actually trust me. Um, you know, hair is an important thing for, for men. Like, people don't understand how important it is. It's like, if you have a bad haircut and you're ugly, like, it's game over. Like, you're, you should might as well dig yourself a grave and you'll put yourself in a coffin and, and say, you, you know, say your farewells. <laughs> because, I don't know, people feel more confident when you have a good haircut. And that's the main thing was getting people to trust me, to actually cut their hair. And I'm thankful for everybody that's like, you know, shout out to everybody that I cut, um, everybody that's been in my chair. Um, I'm grateful because without you guys, I wouldn't have gotten to the skill level I'm at now. Obviously, I can continue to improve, but I just want to thank y'all real quick. Um, my day ones, uh, the people that I continue to meet, like, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys because with you, um, I will have like an awesome career. Um, and that's that's what matters the most. So once again, thank you. Hope you guys are doing well, you know, and whatever it is that you guys are doing, um, post-graduation and stuff, uh, hit me up for a cut. I do house calls. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so like I said, like I was playing soccer and stuff. And, you know, once I came back from college, I took a year off and went to Spain, uh, try to pursue a professional career. I was uh, trying out for like six, seven months or something like that uh, up in Spain. And... You know, it's crazy because I woke up, you know, I'd wake up every day playing soccer, you know, eat, sleep, breathe soccer. And it got to the point where it felt like a job almost. Like, like I loved playing, but I felt lazy doing it, if that makes sense. Like, like I knew that people wish they could have been in the same, like, situation I was in because you know they take advantage of it and I was grateful for the opportunity I had and stuff but um you know every day I'd walk down you know the streets of my city and I'd see like barbershop salons barbershop salons it was literally like that was the main thing there in uh Spain or in Europe in general because like fashion and stuff is important in in those European countries and you know I was just kind of like it was like a sign that like hey man you got to pick between one it was a constant battle in my mind, like, yo, what do I got to do? Like, like I'm not getting any younger. I got to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life, you know, whether it was soccer or becoming a hairstylist, barber, you know, or someone big in, like, the fashion industry. Um, so that was kind of, like, my main my main struggles. And, you know, I, there was nights where I couldn't sleep because it was just constantly roaming in my head, like, what do I got to do? What do, like, what do I want to do? What's, you know... 
what's my future going to look like? You know, I'm not always going to be able to play soccer for the rest of my life. Yeah, I can make money off of it right now, but, you know, is it something long term? Like, so that was just kind of what I was battling. Um, so finally, I came home and I decided that, you know, I continue school, you know, go to a technical scholar, uh, college here in Madison, finish out my my uh, associate's degree, and then transfer off to a four-year, um, hopefully with another soccer scholarship, uh, finish my four-year education, and then, you know, see where that takes me. Came back, you know, again, wanting to do both soccer and, uh, you know, barbering. And again, I kept on going through that trouble. So I said, you know what, screw it. I'm doing soccer. I enrolled played soccer here at uh, my technical college, and then broke a few records at school, not being cocky, not being cocky, but I scored like 23 goals in like 11, 12 matches, assisted a bunch. Um, it was some slight, you know, some slight work, ooh. But, but yeah, um, and again, like thank you to my teammates for, you know, giving me the chance to cut them up, to make them look good, you know, to keep on working. Um, you know, I'm looking back at like photos and videos I took from then and now and I can see my growth happen and it's it's a good feeling knowing that you keep on improving. And that's the thing with me is like I love the hustle, I love the grind, I love like being able to improve and be good at something and you know, having people know that you're good at something. Um and so I think this was a good profession, you know, to pursue. Um so yeah, after that semester finished, like again, I like my grades were decent. Like I'm not bad at school, but it's when like you know I start doubting like what I want to do and what it is I'm doing at the moment is when my grades start to slip. Because um, then I was battling like you know do I want to go play Division One? Because I had a few Division One offers, um, some D two, but uh, I just it was it was more complicated than what it seemed. You know, oh snap, like might as well go play Division One. Uh, no, it, like. It was a lot more than that. It was more like of a passion. Like, it was, it was just a tough situation overall. Uh, ultimately, I decided to turn down a few of the Division One offers I had. Um, actually, turned down all the offers I had. And then this past spring, I enrolled in the cosmetology course, which is a year-long program. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm currently on break. Um, but that, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now is I'm doing the cosmetology course and it's kind of tough cause you know, we learn about makeup, nails, you know, stuff I don't really want to like do or not really want to do. I don't want to do at all, but like also it's good that I'm learning it cause you know, just in case worse comes to worse, I can't cut hair for any reason. I can do like, you know, I can do nails or something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. Um, that was my, you know, my struggles between um, barbering and soccer. Uh, so this brings up the next question, like, why? Like, what do I love about barbering? Um, I love the fact that I'm my own boss. In a sense, like, you're probably thinking, like, no, you're not. You know, you're not, man. Like, the client's your boss, you know, whatever the client wants. Like, yeah, I get that. But, like, I could also be like, hey, I'm not going to cut your hair if you're going to be rude. Like, no one else can't tell me not to cut you up. Like, I can I can choose whether or not I want to cut you up or if I want to book you or or if I want to cut hair at all today. Like, 
it's one of those careers where I make myself big and known or, you know, I just kind of sit back and like go with the flow. But the thing is, within this industry, if you want to be successful, you kind of have to, to be, you know, you got to be on the hustle, you got to be on the grind and you kind of, you got to constantly just keep on like posting and, you know, and, and improving every day and just keeping up with fashion and stuff. And that's, that's exactly why I fell in love with barbering was because that I'm a creative dude. You know, I love to sing. I love, I love to dance, even though I'm not like good at it, but I love to sing. I love to dance. I love to draw. Um, you know, I like, I write lyrics and stuff. Um, so I, I've always been that creative person. Uh, I don't express it enough, but I feel like I express it enough through my barbering because, you know, I can do designs and fades and stuff like that. And it's just awesome. Um, but I love to, I love to be creative and stuff. And another reason is I love making people feel good in general. Um, there's no better feeling than, than having someone step in your chair, feeling, you know, have them having like a bad day or something. And, you know, all they look forward to is that haircut to like make them feel a little more confident in themselves or, you know, just give them that little spark in, in their day. Um, you know, I got a bunch of stories where I like people come and sit in my chair and, and they, they pretty much. You know, they're, they're having a bad day. Like I said, like they're having a bad day or something's not going right. Or, you know, maybe they got a date. You uh, you know, they got a date that night or, you know, an important event. And all they need is a haircut to like make them feel good and give them that little boost of confidence to, you know, maybe ask out that girl that they've always been like wanting to to ask out. And that's where like, and that's where like the haircut makes or breaks that person's like confidence and stuff. So it's like, you know, like I said, you're your own boss. You, you, you know, you got people like, on their toes and stuff like you can control them a little bit which is kind of cool but you know don't don't take advantage of them uh i certainly don't um but i got a story for example um so a good friend of mine came in i'm not gonna name him but he came in and he had like um he he stresses a lot and when he stresses he pulls out his hair so he came in with like a big patch of like hair missing and he said hey man like just to warn you I got this big patch from where I pulled my hair out. Like, I don't know what you can do to my hair, but just please make me look good. Please make me look good. Please make me look good. I was like, bro, like, I got you. I faded him up. I did what I had to do. You know, I improvised with what I had and his cut came out good. He came out really good and and he came out confident and happy overall. Went, po as soon as he left, not even five minutes, he went and posted and I was like, hey, that's my dude, that's my dude. <laughs> um, but that was a good feeling, you know, you never get, there's never that, uh, there's never a better feeling than making someone feel, feel good or feel, uh, you know, feel better about themselves. And, um, so yeah, like, you know, pretty much just making people feel good and giving them that boost of confidence is what I love most about the career. Um, also like, I love to look good, so that's a plus, like knowing how to cut my hair, like my own hair. I take like two, three hours doing it, but you know, like I'm always looking fresh, I'm always looking good, um, and you kind of have to be in the career anyway. You know, nobody wants to come up to like some bummy looking barber and you know, just like, cause if he looks bummy, if I look bummy, like how are they gonna trust me? You know, if they see you and they walk in like, yo, if this dude looking ugly and he need a haircut, how like how can I trust him with my hair and how do I trust him with making me look good? So, you know, 
a tip for all the new barbers out there. Make sure you're constantly looking good, you know, make sure you get cut every few weeks. I'm sure you already do, but you know, it doesn't hurt to, you know, express it more than once. Um, but yeah, so, so I know I've been going through like my growth right now as a barber and stuff. So I'm gonna keep on like continuing that. Um, so like I mentioned, I started cutting hair in high school and stuff, you know, my own college. Um, and what I want to get into is like my pricing. Um, obviously I'm still in school and I might get in trouble if they hear this, but, uh, when I was in college, I, I, um, I was charging like five, five bucks. Like you're probably thinking like, what the heck, bro? Like the reason was like five bucks. I wasn't good. Like I was decent enough. But I wasn't like good. Like my fades were terrible. Like I would, I spent sometimes like an hour or two like on one person just trying to fix them up. Um, um, and but that's the reason why I charge five dollars. I just wanted to get people like to come to me, and you know people took a risk on me, and you know, and I thank them because like I said, I'm where I'm at today. I'm not the best, nor certainly like am cocky or anything. I'm very humble when it comes to stuff like this because I know there are people out there better than me. But like I said, I started cutting hair, five bucks. And then, you know, as I started, you know, knowing my worth a little bit more, you know, I jump it up another five, so then 10. And you kind of keep on going as you improve. Sometimes you just like, gotta start bumping up your prices. Um, like I said, I'm still learning right now. And um, right now I charge 20, sometimes 25. Sometimes more, depending if it's a house call or stuff. And like I said, I might get in trouble for talking about this, but it's okay because it's for you guys. Um, uh, but yeah, like obviously, as I perfect my craft and become better and better, I'm obviously gonna start bumping up the prices because you know you gotta think of it like as a business aspect. Like you want to be known for the best, and the only way to do that is by perfecting your craft because it. Think about it like supply and demand, right? You supply the haircut, people are demanding haircuts and you're supplying them. Meaning there's gonna be more people wanting you, wanting you, which is gonna allow you to boost up your prices um, because then it shows you know, the loyal ones that will come to you and pay. Um, and uh, you know, you see people's wallets too. <laughs> so you gotta, know your, you gotta know your clients, you gotta know like, you gotta know their their wealth, their pocket. You gotta know how much money they have in their pocket. Not literally, but you know, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, like my haircuts compared to now versus like back then, drastic difference. Um, if you check out my Instagram, I actually got a bunch of pictures, like some videos um, in my highlights. Uh, they actually show like what what I was doing, like how I was butchering people. To now, obviously, I got more to like. Like, I can't exaggerate this enough, but I, I gotta keep on learning. I gotta keep improving, uh, and you know that's that's my mentality day by day. Constantly posting, constantly posting, and reposting, and, and trying to get people to to come in for a haircut. Um, and that's all part of your education too. Like, like I said, right now I'm in school trying to get my uh, certificate, uh, certificate, my license to to cut hair. In an actual shop, in an establishment, um, and there, like I said, like you know, we're hot, you know, just because we're doing nails and stuff doesn't mean like I'm not learning anything that could like for barbering because I am. 
I'm learning how to market. I'm learning how to, I'm learning how to promote myself. Uh, I guess, I guess that that goes under marketing. Um, but I'm learning how to run a business, how to get my clientele, how to keep my clientele, how to, you know, how to up it more day by day. Um, so I think like you know a lot of people go down that route where you know they become apprentices. They do apprenticeships, and you know that's dope. I was thinking about doing that, but I personally feel like one apprenticeships like two years long, at least in Wisconsin it is. It's two years. On top of that, you know, it's like you're making money though. So there's a pro and con to everything. Like right now I'm in school. It's a year long program, so the pro is it's a year long, and I'll finish early and get my license. But the con is like I can't really be making money as I would like do like being an apprentice. So you kind of gotta like educate yourself of what you want to do. Um, but education is key. Like don't be afraid to like like what I constantly do is I I constantly search up trends and stuff on on Google different hairstyles European, um you know, uh American hairstyles Latin American hairstyles, you know. Um afro you know over curly hair and stuff like i'm constantly trying to learn constantly watching videos constantly just trying to to improve you know and 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 become better in all types of hair textures and stuff and that's what's important is your drive to 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 want to do that i know a lot of people feel like nervous when it comes to doing that stuff because like i'll i'll be 100 percent honest here like i Feel nervous. Like there are times where like people come to me and they're like, I want this, and I'm like, Hey man, that's where you gotta. That's where you gotta be honest. There's nothing more, you know. Um, I don't know the word. Like crap. <laughs> um, this is oh snap. Oh shit. Um, crap. I'm trying to think of the word. You know, integrity. I would. I would. Let's uh, see. Appreciative. Like. I pre there we go. Like I appreciate someone that is straight up for me with the jump. Like if I show them a picture, hey, I want this, and they say, oh yeah, I can do it, but in reality they can't. Like, like I don't know. Like I feel I feel lied to, and I like then I might I feel lied to, and I'm gonna end up with a bad haircut. So I'd rather like I'd appreciate it if I showed like if someone showed me, if I showed like if I showed a picture to a barber, I said, hey man, I want this, and he knows he can't do it, like. I don't want him straight up and I want him to be straight up and tell me, hey, like, I can't do this, bro, but, you know, I can try my best. And that's the key word. That The key word is try. Like, he he's acknowledging he can't do it or he might not be confident in doing it, but he's going to try his best. And, you know, nine times out of ten, I'll be like, you know what, fuck it, bro. Like, try it anyway. And try it anyway. And if it doesn't come out how it comes out, like, that's fine. His hair, it'll grow back. Always remember hair will grow back. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like butcher somebody's hair and be like, yo, bro, like my bad, but you know, it'll grow back. Cause no, like, like, like you want to, you still want to do your best. Like you still want to try. You got to try. If you never try, you never know. And if you never know, then you're never going to know. You see what I'm saying? So just always try your best. Always be straightforward with, with your clients. Because, you know, if you're, if you're honest with yourself and, and you're honest with your clients, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're only going to get better because you, you recognize that 
you this is an area where you need to improve and if you can recognize that you need to improve that you need to improve um on something then you're going to constantly try to work and 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 become better in that area and then you're going to perfect that area and then you're going to find something else that you need to work on and then something else and then perfect that and work on something else. so you're constantly you know educating yourself and 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 learning you're constantly educating learning new things and trying new things um that's how you're going to be successful so that's that's what i'm working on right now is you know there are there are cuts for example like um over curly hair like i'm decent at them i can improve i can improve you know i can improve in everything right now but if there's one thing that i'm really like kind of iffy about is over curly like i struggle with them you know um i i always i always end up giving like good haircuts for over curly hair but you know it's more like there's the little things that like fading is fine fading is fine lining up fine but it's like knowing how to comb it where to pick it out when to comb it when to pick it out so there's like little things i need to kind of work on and i know that and um i try my best i try you know it's better than not trying at all um and i think that's that's important is that you always try and no matter what it is whether it's barbering whether it's being an artist or, you know, trying that new, like, trying a new trend or something. Like, as long as you try, people notice that and it, it'll take you very far. You know, it could be athletics, you know, maybe, like, for example, myself, you know, you never, you never know if you're going to score if you don't take the shot. So always, always um, shoot your shots because that's, that's the key to your success, the key to your education, you know. If you're gonna be a doctor, like you can, you can apply, you can, you can apply this to apply this to anything um, that you set your mind to. Whatever career path you choose, this applies to everything. Um, and you know, this goes into judgment. You know, so judgment as a barber, as a hairstylist. You know, maybe judgment as a athlete. Anything. This what I'm talking about right now applies to all of that and right now i battle judgment you know i talk to like there's people i talk to and i let them know like yeah, i'm becoming a barber or a hairstylist um and they look at me and they're like so you're not going to school anymore i'm like i'm in school right now bro like just because i'm not in a four-year school doesn't mean i'm not in school or or you know caring about my life because i i am otherwise i want to be in school doing cos cosmetology and stuff like that um you know, there's always going to be haters. There's always, there's always going to be judgment. Um, but honestly, the thing I can tell you is that you have to, you have to put yourself first. Don't care. Like, don't listen to what people tell you. Like, don't, don't listen to, to the negatives and, you know, people pointing fingers at you. Like, don't look or listen to that because that's not going to help you. Like, you got to realize it's your life. And that's, like, I battle, like, I still battle this. Like, I feel, sometimes feel like a failure because I'm not doing what my friends are doing or I'm not doing, like, I'm not in the same, like, education le education level as they are. Like, you don't need to go to a four-year to become successful. And I know people tell you, like, oh, you'll make more money in the long run. Yeah, but also that's BS. Like, for example, like I, my dad right now made a quarter of a million dollars running his own business, and he only went to sixth grade. 
You see what I'm saying? Like success comes from anywhere. You just got to grind and hustle for it, you know? And I'm not saying like, you know, going to four years is a waste of time because it isn't because, you know, <laughs> obviously it, it, it's a good thing to do. Like doctors make heck of money. Um, but, you know, you can, you can be going to law school and still be judged for going to law school. So judgment, you know, the haters are everywhere. You got to kind of put that in the, in the background and, and focus on yourself because at the end of the day, it's your life and you control it. And what if you could, you could be freaking selling rocks for all I care, but if you're happy doing it, you know, like if you're happy selling rocks and that's your passion, like you're never working a day in your life. And that's the thing for me right now is like, I love cutting hair. I wake up every day doing it. And I feel like, I feel happy all the time. Like I'm happy all the time, making people feel good, expressing my creativity, you know, interacting with people constantly. And like, that's, that's how I battle judgment is knowing that it's my life and, and that I control it. Um, but don't get me wrong. Like, Maybe a barber, but I like I said, education is key. Education is key. Like you can always be educated, and so right now, um, I graduate, I get my uh my license this December, and then as soon as I finish that, I'm gonna um, work part time in a shop, and then I'm going back to school because I have like three and a half years left, I think, of college. So I might as well finish that, crank it out. Um, and the thing is. I'm still gonna play soccer, so hopefully I, when I get into the school, I can play because I still have two more years of eligibility. So what I'm gonna do is, the school I go to, if you're a uh, uh, person of color and you play sport, your school's paid for pretty much. So I'm gonna try that out. I'm gonna see if I can still do it. Cause you know, like you gotta be smart. You gotta know the system, you gotta work it. Um, so that's my plan. Um, so like I said, judgment. It's everywhere. Put it in the background. Move on. You know, um, and you control. You control. You control that career. You know, you make your own money. You set your own standards. You can. You, you control it. Like you can control whether or not you get better. You can control whether or not you bring in clients or not. You know, you control all that stuff. And if you're slacking in that area, then obviously you're not going to be successful. But if you keep on trying to improve in that area. Hey man, you're set. You're set, bro. Uh, so now to like sum up this whole video, I mean podcast. Oops, podcast. Um, like I said, I'm in school. Um, working on getting certified to become a licensed barber, and I keep on perfecting my craft. Um, trying to bring in uh, new people. I uh, at the school, and then I have like my own uh, little shop here at home. It's actually pretty dope. Shout out my dad, Jesus Herrera. You know, shout him out for being like the best dad in the world. Like I know I don't give him like credit. I don't. I know I don't like tell him enough how how much I love him and how much I appreciate everything he's done for me. Because um, without him, I wouldn't have gone to Spain. I wouldn't have gone to school in general. I wouldn't have this little shop he set up for me. It's cute. Um, but yeah, man, I love you, pops. And. Um, I really do appreciate everything you've done for me. Um, I love you so fucking much. Uh, and without you, I don't know where I'd be. So that's just a little shout out um, for today's podcast. And um, yeah, I just keep on perfecting my craft. I'm staying current with all the latest trends, you know, hairstyles, you know. Um, 
And I'm always trying new things. Never be scared. Never be scared to try new things, guys. Always, always step out of your comfort zone. Because once you step out of your comfort zone, you become better. You become different. You become more confident. As not, not only as a barber, but as a person. You know, you can, like, you got you to gotta try shooting a shot with that girl. Or, you know, or maybe try shooting a shot and asking your, your, your um, manager for that raise or that promotion you always wanted. You know, you never know how your life will turn out if you don't take that shot. And so that's just kind of what I want to tell you is, is, you know, always try new things. Always stay current. Always, always learn. Don't be afraid to learn new things. And I think that's what we're missing in today's world is that people are so fixated on, on pleasing their parents or their friends that they aren't really doing what they want to do. And that's why most of the people my age, 21 and up, aren't really happy or don't know what they want to do. They spend their four years going to a four-year university, taking some bogus classes and and not knowing what they want to do. And, you know, they go through midlife crisis. So, you know, once we kind of put down, you know, once we put away that judgment and just figure out what we want to do in our lives and, and follow, follow our passions. You want to be a rock star? Be a rock star, bro. Make lyrics, you know? Like, make beats. Promote yourself. Go out there. Try new things. Get new gigs. Like, you got to be willing to, to put yourself first no matter what. Like, even if that means giving up, like, freaking hanging out with friends, going to drink. Because, like, even myself as an athlete, I was constantly giving up, like, hanging out with my friends. It was, like, it was either go out with my friends or play soccer. Go to training or go with my friends. It, I, I, it was one or the other. And soccer took me, like, I went far in soccer because of my grit, uh, because of my my drive for that one thing. And even now, here, I give up hanging out with friends just to make money to cut hair, to perfect my craft, to boost my clientele. Like, yeah, I'm giving up a little bit of fun, which is hanging out with my friends, drinking maybe. I don't really drink, but when I do, you know, I'm lit. I'm a lit dude. But yeah, you got to give up something for you to be successful in the other. Um, yeah, so, so just always, always post. I'm constantly posting. I post like, numerous amount like mad mad amounts on social media which is so snapchat um instagram i don't really use facebook or anything or twitter nobody goes on twitter or, i mean well, I'm, a lot of people go on twitter but nobody really goes on facebook anymore um i'm actually starting my own youtube channel i actually have one but i'm going to start a youtube channel for cutting hair hair tutorials like i said you control your own career the more people that know you exist the more people that are going to come to you for haircuts so if you can put yourself on any platform podcast like what i'm doing right now podcasting um snapchat instagram youtube visco hell i don't fucking know but if as long as you keep on posting and, and putting yourself out there like more people are going to know you exist and more people are going to come to you. So just always stay current, always post, always, always be in the back of people's heads. Because like my friend literally told me today that, you know, when people come up to me like, hey, man, you, you know, Frankie, right? He's your friend. Like, do you think you can call me up? So like he'll he'll send him my way. And, you know, that's how I'm constant. I'm, I'm con- like I'm known now. Not not like known like in a cocky level, but like but like you know, people people are starting to like understand that I'm good at cutting hair and they come to me now. Um so another thing is always answer the phone. Uh this barber that came into our class one day. Uh, I struggle with this the most, but he came into class to do like a 
like a model on a on a haircut on some dude. Uh, it was like a fade or something uh, designs too. But he came in. He was like, uh, it's funny because my teacher like he was doing a haircut. His phone went off, and he told like my teacher to answer it, and she like tweaked and declined the call. He got upset, and he said, "Don't do this. Don't do that. Um, always answer the phone." And I'm guilty because. I struggle with that. I don't really answer everybody's texts or respond to them. And that's only hurting me. It's not hurting them. It's hurting me um, and my rep. So always answer the phone. Always make sure. Like I said, I'm trying to improve on it. Um, always answer it because it could be maybe someone famous that heard about you. You never know, right? Like, like you never know. So always answer the phone. Always be on it. And that's like I have an addiction. I'm always on my phone because I'm always trying to seek more clientele. Or I'm trying to learn more about hair. Um... So always answer it. Um, and, you know, I just want to hit you with this. Just because we aren't doctors, like health doctors, medical doctors in the field, doesn't mean we aren't doctors in the hair world. Like, if you're going to do something, make sure you do it. No, like, all right, look, all right, pause, pause. pause. So, like, what I want to say is what this, the same barber that came in to do the model, he basically said, Make sure you have a PhD in whatever it is you do. Meaning, if you're going to be a hairstylist, make sure you have a PhD. Or wait, I can't. <laughs> uh, I think it was my teacher. It was someone. Someone said, I don't want, I don't know. Someone said, make sure you have a PhD in whatever it is that you do. You could be a hairstylist. You could be a writer. A philosopher. Obviously, you need a PhD to be a philosopher, I think. <laughs> but, you know, a doctor. You know, you could be a, a daycare um, teacher or something. But whatever it is, do it knowing you have a PhD doing it. Not literally. Sometimes literally. But, you know, like, you want to be confident. You want to be the expert within that field to the point where it is where it does feel like you have a PhD in that field. Uh, so that's my, like, every day I wake up, that's, like, the main thing I... I make sure I understand is that, hey, I have a PhD in this field. I'm working towards this. I'm working to being the most educated within this field so I can educate others. Um, so that's it for today, guys. Like, I hope you found this, like, podcast. Um, what's the word? Crap, I always do this. I hope you found this podcast um, educational. Um, maybe like if you guys were like me who went through similar like struggles and stuff, I hope like, I, I just want you to know that you aren't alone, that I'm proof of it, that, that we all go through the same struggles, just different, just maybe, maybe just a little different. Um, but like I said, I hope you love this podcast or liked it. Um, uh, make sure you subscribe, share it for your friends, um, listen to it in the car or something. And again, follow me on Instagram. Frankie underscore H, F-R-E-N-K-I-E underscore H. Add me on Snapchat, Frankie1107. Sadly, this is uh, my Snapchat's F-R-A-N-K-I-E1107. Um, uh, I made it when I was in, in middle school. I just recently changed the, the A to an E. Um, but yeah, follow me on those two platforms. Um, and I'll let you know when I get my YouTube channel set up, my first tutorial. Um... But yeah, hit me up for a haircut. Um, if you happen to hear this, just um, swipe up. You know where I'll be. Um, but yeah, guys. Peace.